You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Friday, December 29th, 2023. The Carol Kiwanis Club is once again offering its Christmas tree pickup service this weekend. From 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, Kiwanis volunteers will travel throughout Carroll to collect old trees that residents have placed at the curb. Only real trees will be accepted, and decorations and stands must be removed from the trees prior to disposal. The service is offered at no cost, but donations to the Carroll Kiwanis Club are encouraged to help support their local programming. As Iowans prepare to celebrate the beginning of a new year, the Iowa Department of Transportation urges hosts and guests to prioritize safety when planning festivities. Whether hosting a social gathering or attending an event where alcohol may be served, organizers and attendees alike are encouraged to plan ahead for a sober ride. For hosts, arranging designated sober drivers or offering accommodations for guests to stay overnight ensures their safe return home the following day. Attendees should plan transportation in advance as well, utilizing cabs, ride-sharing services, or public transit to avoid impaired driving. The reminder comes amidst concerning statistics for 2023. According to the Office of Driver Services, Iowa has recorded 374 traffic-related deaths this year, an increase of 12% from last year and almost 20% higher than the five-year low. In 2022, the state recorded 337 traffic-related fatalities. Iowa Workforce Development has announced a new partnership with an identity verification service, ID.me, to modernize the state's approval process for unemployment claims. Effective January 2nd, Iowans filing for unemployment will have the option to use ID.me to verify their identity. The streamlined process is projected to accelerate initial claims verification and improve efficiency. By April 1st, ID.me will become mandatory for all claimants, potentially leading to delays for those who opt not to utilize it. Iowa Workforce Development Director Beth Townsend says our new partnership with ID.me will strengthen our unemployment system as a whole by reducing fraudulent claims and making it easier for claimants to establish their identity when they file without the need for additional follow-up steps. It benefits claimants and employers to have a secure unemployment system, and today's efforts will help us maintain the integrity of the fund for years to come. While new to Iowa, ID.me has been utilized in 31 states across multiple federal agencies and 500-plus named brand retailers. You can learn more about Iowa Workforce Development's new verification process by following the links included with this story on our website. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors has a lengthy agenda scheduled for next week's meeting, which has been moved to Tuesday due to the New Year holiday. The board convenes at 9 a.m. in the Conservation Education Center at Swan Lake State Park on January 2nd. They open their first meeting of the year by appointing a temporary chairperson to manage the meeting until a new chair and vice chair are selected to serve for the year. The board will then hear from new opportunities representatives for updates on opioid funding awarded to the county. Region 12 Council of Governments is also on the agenda to present its fiscal year 2025 funding request. The supervisors will hold a brief discussion concerning contract law and existing and future county agreements, as well as adjustments to the ongoing courthouse HVAC and improvement project. This is followed by more than a dozen annual appointments to boards and committees, including the Board of Health, County Weed Commissioner, Board of Adjustments, and many others. The final items on the agenda for Tuesday are manure management annual updates, committee reports, and then a closed session for the supervisors to discuss union negotiations with the Carroll County Paramedics Association. Monday's meeting, or Tuesday's meeting, I should say, is open to the public, ex- excluding the closed session portion. A uh, link to the full agenda is included with this story on our website. The Manning Fire and Rescue will host a New Year's Eve supper coming up Sunday evening. 
The volunteer fire crew will serve smoked pork chops with all of the trimmings. That's from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Manning Fire Station. A free will donation for the dinner will be utilized to raise uh, raise funds for new air packs for the crew. Alongside the dinner, the fire department's gun raffle is also helping to raise funds to replace outdated bunker gear for firefighters. Ten different guns will be raffled off, and ticket holders do not need to be present to win. Tickets are $20 per ticket uh, and can be purchased from any firefighter or via Venmo at Manning-Fire-and-Rescue. Again, the Manning Fire and Rescue hosting that New Year's Eve supper and gun raffle Sunday night from 4 to 7 at the Manning Fire Station. And an Ottoman woman has claimed the top prize for the Iowa Lottery holiday scratch game. Michelle Hansen purchased the $2 O Cashmas Tree ticket at the Casey's located in Audubon. Upon scratching that ticket, Hansen discovered she had won the top prize of $10,000. Her ticket was the third of 14 top prizes featured in the scratch game, and the overall odds were 1 in 3.46 of winnings for that particular game. Hansen claimed her winnings at the Clive Lottery headquarters on Wednesday. Make sure to keep all your scratch tickets, however, as non-winning holiday tickets can be entered up until January 8th for the Million Dollar Holiday Promotion for a chance to win $5,000, $50,000, $100,000, or potentially $500,000. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. Stick around. We've got Assistant News Director Abby Ward here in your second half of the noon news as she begins our countdown of our listeners' top stories from 2023. New Cooperative Project Manager, Frank Huseman, on New Cooperative's 50-year milestone. 50 years is just the start. I think that the outlook for New Cooperative, it's unlimited. And I believe the investments that New has made in the equipment, in the facilities, in the employees, will set New Cooperative up and the members of New Cooperative up for much success in the future. New Cooperative, your partner in the field for the last and the next 50 years. Listen every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7.50 for Crusader's Corner. We'll be talking to teachers and students about what they're doing and learning every week. Crusader's Corner, proudly brought to you by Poet Bioprocessing of Coon Rapids, one of the most efficient ethanol production facilities in the United States. Go Crusaders! Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. 2023 has been quite a year for stories. The Carroll Broadcasting News Department has been honored to be there, keeping the community up to date to make sure as many things as possible don't get missed. At the end of the year, we'd like to recap to see what stories you, our listeners, were interested in most. The information is gathered through data collected from our online web stories. Here's Assistant News Director Abby Ward with the first half of the listeners' top 10 stories for 2023. It's the Assistant News Director here, Abby Ward, for Carol Broadcasting, KCIM 1380. We take this time at the end of the year to look back at the stories that you, the listeners, found the most interesting, what you guys are engaged in, because if it wasn't for you guys, our job would be pretty much pointless. You guys are the driving factor, the reason why we do what we do to keep you guys informed. So we took a step back and we looked throughout the year to see what you guys as the listeners, your top stories stories throughout the year. And here I am with the first half. So I'm doing 10 through 6, what you guys wanted to hear more of based on the data that we collected from the online web stories, like most clicks, most shares, things like that. 
starting at number 10, Lakeview Police Department requests public's help in finding missing Sac County man. So the Lake City Police Department is still looking for the missing trucker, 53-year-old David Schultz, requesting the public's help for finding any information about his whereabouts. He has been reported missing since November 21st while driving a load of hogs from Eagle Grove to Sac City. 200 volunteers have aided in the search efforts organized by United Cajun Navy, but no signs of Schultz have been reported. A $2,000 reward has become available for anybody with information that leads into locating Schultz, so anybody with any information is asked to call the Sac County Police Department. Sitting at number nine, over a hundred dogs and various other animals were recovered from a rural Lanesboro home on October 13th. Over a hundred dogs, 50 goats, and various other animals were recovered and turned over to the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. Sheriff Ken Pingree reported the living conditions at this place were beyond bad. And the ARL reports that most of the dogs are not going to make it. And the ones that will survive will be in a long recovery process as long as potentially up to a year before they could even be considered to be adopted. No charges were pressed against the property owner, Chris Jacobs. At number eight, we got three Carroll women injured in a Northeast Iowa crash. Three Carroll women were injured in a single vehicle car accident on June 17th near Decorah. 50-year-old Angela Marie Bose and 66-year-old Cindy Jill Gretemann suffered minor injuries, while 58-year-old Kay Jean Stevens sustained severe injuries due to not wearing a seatbelt at the time of the accident. The 2014 F-150 operated by 63-year-old Jonathan Lynn Hewen of Decorah failed to stop at a stop sign at a T-intersection, entering a ditch and colliding with the back of an embankment. All passengers have nearly recovered from the crash. Number seven, Glidden man killed in UTV van crash near Carroll. A Glidden man was killed on June 20th after his UTV was struck broadside by a utility van southeast of Carroll. 62-year-old Randy Daniel of Glidden was traveling eastbound on 230th Street in a gator when 60-year-old Paul Hewton of Carroll struck the UTV, rolling the gator into the ditch. Daniel was transported to St. Anthony but was needed to be air-flighted due to his life-threatening injuries but died due to the severity of his wounds. Number six, two juveniles ejected from a truck bed and crashed near Lake City. In a two-vehicle crash outside of Lake City on July 26, a 14-year-old male from Auburn failed to stop at a stop sign, entering the intersection and was struck on the passenger side by 23-year-old Austin Wayne Blackman of Westside. The truck rolled into the ditch and came to a rest on its side. The juveniles inside the truck sustained minor injuries, while the two 12-year-olds in the bed of the truck were ejected, causing serious injuries and and needed to be airlifted to hospitals in Iowa City and Des Moines. All juveniles have made a near full recovery from the crash. And that has been a look at your year of news for 2023. Again, these were the stories that you guys were the most interested in. Lots of negativity. What's up with that, guys? Let's be more positive about things. But again, we are here to give you the news that you guys want to hear. Well, maybe sometimes not the news you want to hear, but the news that you need to hear. I am honored to be the assistant news director here for Carol Broadcasting, and I look forward to giving you more news stories coming up in 2024. This is Abby Ward reporting.